Hello and welcome to the Proximo podcast. This is your host, Thomas Hopkins, reporting to you from London. In your top Proximo content this week, you might be interested in our upcoming virtual event, Proximo Canadian Infrastructure Finance 2021, which will take place on 14 July 2021. Join us to hear top governments, developers, investors and lenders as they discuss adopting dynamic PPP contracts, improving public-private collaboration to align their goals, putting in place appropriate and robust risk transfer for future projects. Don't miss this real opportunity to digitally connect with dealmakers in the Canadian infrastructure sphere via our own state-of-the-art virtual platform in a challenging development market where changing political priorities continue to impact procurement trends. Also coming up in July is our webinar, Climate Resilient Infrastructure, Procurement and Financing Implications. Climate change has had profound effects on the development and financing of energy assets. Renewable energy is on course to overtake oil and gas as a source of project financing volumes. Coal-fired power development and financing is slowly grinding to a halt. Upstream and midstream oil and gas operators are finding it incrementally harder to raise capital. These are all positive contributions from the project finance market towards mitigating the effects of climate change. But the climate change that is now unavoidable will create big challenges for owners of and lenders to infrastructure assets. Policymakers are aware of these challenges, but to what extent do procurement processes, concession structures and financing documents accommodate the effects of climate change? The webinar will be broadcast on 22 July 2021 and will be hosted by yours truly. Be sure to sign up as soon as possible to secure your space. More details are available at proximoinfra.com. Finally, let's give you a roundup of some of the most popular stories brought in by Proximo's journalists over the last week. Centaurus Renewable Energy has closed a $70 million construction bridge loan facility provided by Voya Investment Management to fund equipment and construction expenses for the Arroyo Solar and Storage Project in McKinley County, New Mexico. The 300-megawatt solar and 150-megawatt storage project is expected to partially replace power from the 847-megawatt coal-fired San Juan generating station, scheduled for closure in 2022. The Arroyo project has signed 20-year agreements for capacity and storage services with Public Service Company of New Mexico. Canada Pension Plan Investment Board, CPP Investments, and clients of Alberta Investment Management Corporation, AIMCO, have agreed a $1.9 billion follow-on commitment to BAI Communications to support the company's growth strategy, acquisitions, and new partnerships. Funding will support BAI's acquisition of US wireless telecom infrastructure company Mobiliti and the recent concession with Transport for London, TFL. CPP Investments has been the majority shareholder in BAI, 86%, since 2009. Mainstream Renewable Power has reached financial close on a $182 million project financing for the Copihue Onshore Wind Project in Chile, the third phase of the $1.8 billion Andes Renewables portfolio. The senior debt is provided by KFW IPEX Bank, DNB and Caixa Bank, while Scotiabank Chile is providing the VAT facility. Located in central Chile, the project consists of the 148.5 megawatt Kaman wind farm and is expected to be operational by 2022. Syndication has closed on a 555 million euro financing for the acquisition by Anivia's shareholders of a network of mass mobiles FTTH assets in Spain. Anivia's shareholders include Macquarie Capital, Aberdeen Standard Investments and Daiwa Energy and Infrastructure. 
Referred to by lenders as Project Niners, the deal comprises a soft mini-perm, an equity bridge loan and a VAT facility, according to a source at one of the sponsors. The source further confirms that the financing was fully underwritten by Natixis at financial close and carries a tenor of five to seven years. Mass Mobile will retain a 49.9% minority stake in the network, including full ownership for its existing customers in the network, two-thirds of which has already been built. The network mainly spans rural areas across Spain and will cover around 1.1 million building units. Anivia will act as a wholesale provider, with MassMobile carrying out construction, operation and maintenance work on the network. MassMobile will also continue to serve its own customers as an ISP. In addition, Spanish ISP Orange will be an anchor customer on the network, which is expected to be completed by 2022. Latham & Watkins has advised EQT on a 2.7 billion euro refinancing for its Northern European fiber-based data communication and data center services provider Global Connect. The new debt, backed by a group of 14 Scandinavian and international lenders, refinances loans previously held separately by Global Connect and includes further funds for expansion. The company has an 84,350-kilometer fiber network covering Denmark, Norway, Sweden and parts of northern Germany, as well as a portfolio of data centers. Banks have been mandated for the project financing of the Project DAO Solar PV project in South Africa, according to a source with knowledge of the deal. The source also confirms that the total debt is currently around 12 billion rand and that the lenders on the financing include ABSA, Nedbank, DBSA and Investec. The financing is being structured as a club deal and the total debt figure remains subject to negotiation ahead of financial close, which is expected to take place by September. Sponsored by a consortium led by Aquapower, the project has a contracted capacity of 150 megawatts and currently includes a 450 megawatt solar PV plant, a battery storage facility and a 23 megawatt diesel generation facility. The project forms part of South Africa's Risk Mitigation Independent Power Producer Procurement Program RMI-PPPP and has the lowest tariff of any RMI-PPPP project at 1,462 rand per megawatt hour. The plant will be located in the Northern Cape province. I'm afraid that's all we have time for today. Thank you very much for listening and be sure to tune in again next week for more of your latest project finance news and analysis.